It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Dr. Deacon, a podcast about two dads, one of us believing in the power of science, one of us believing in the power of Jesus, but both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. So, Doc, it's, uh, it's golf season, right? And so this year I joined a league. Okay. And so I play on Tuesday nights, you know, in this league after work, you know, and it takes it goes into the evening. We start at like 5.15, 5.30. I normally get home at 9, 9.30. But now my wife thinks that's like... My golf allowance for the week. Yeah. I... Right? So now other times when I want to play golf, I have to find uh, other things to say that I'm doing besides actually playing golf. Praying? I could say I'm praying. But you don't want to lie. I don't want to lie. But you need an excuse. Well, I just, you know, and she tracks my phone, like everywhere I am. So maybe I could say I was abducted by aliens. Ooh. Oh, hey, babe. Sorry. I wasn't at happy hour. I got abducted by aliens. That's why my phone was at that bar for so long. And then they just returned me back there. Wow. What do you think? Oh, it's not. I wasn't at the golf course playing golf. I was abducted. Yeah. My phone was at the golf course. A golf course. course is probably a pretty common place that people get abducted. There's a lot of open space. Uh, there's plenty of places to land one of those things. Do you believe that people have really been abducted by aliens? Uh, I do not. Neither do I. Neither do I. But I want to point out, I do not want to offend the alien abduction community. So I am going to, throughout this episode, make sure that I'm trying to phrase things in a way to not offend the alien abduction community. I also have no desire to offend the alien abduction community. They are a powerful force. I respect. May the fourth be with you. You know what? Uh, alien abduction is kind of a new thing. It hasn't been something that people have been talking about forever. I know the Bible's been here forever, but alien abduction is, is, is a newer thing. But there's a lot of people who have talked about aliens in reference to the Bible. Ooh, tell me about right? it. And they've, talk, they've, they've talked a lot about that um, if there was this alien race. And so, you know, one of, the, one of the big things when you talk about creationism is they talk about um, after God created man that then he, he made it a little he, green man. Yeah. He gave him dominion over all the animals and the wildlife. And so people say, well, then wouldn't, wouldn't the Bible have mentioned... And listen... Uh, uh, we got uh, Fords and Chevys. They got uh, spaceships. Yeah, right. Flying saucers. Like Henry. Henry Ford. He made a good car. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I think there's a lot of things that the Bible doesn't mention that actually happened. And, you know, the Bible leaves space to be the, the ultimate word of God, but also leave room for interpretation. It's obviously been interpreted in multiple languages. Yeah. And, uh, so whatever. Um, but 
But there are people who then say like, uh, well, then there was the fall of man, the sin that separated like Adam and Eve. And so if there was the fall that separated man from God, then that same fall would have happened in the alien community. And it's just, you know, it's a lot of stuff for me to try to digest. The reality is um, I believe that there's people who feel like they've been abducted by aliens um, and have had experiences that they can't explain. Yes. You know, there's a lot of things that have happened in the Bible that that seem to be beyond logic. I mean, Christianity in, its, in and of itself is hard to explain. The fact that, you know, a God would send his son to die for a whole race of people. Um, and Well, so I don't that feel could, that different you know, towards your thoughts as I do people in the alien abduction community. They both seem a little far-fetched to me. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I wonder? Like the people in the alien abduction community, is it like with flying saucers, are there some of the aliens have like a, you know, like a, a 96 Saturn and some have the new black Range Rover? Like are there different types of flying saucers? Like, Do you that- think, uh, we were just in Virginia and I can tell you that um, if there was a flying saucer in Virginia, it would definitely be like those old 91 Impalas Ooh. with the rims. And the uh, the lift system that like bump in. Yeah, yeah. I and wonder if there's like a, a alien envy to like look at that flying saucer. <laughs> look at the rims on that flying saucer. Are they tens? Now these are twenties. They're twenties. Twenties. So it's funny you talk about that. And I um, uh, so there's a book out there um, that we read. So one of my daughter's uh, favorite books is about this unicorn who believes in little girls. Okay. Right? So you know how there's plenty of books about little girls who believes in unicorns, yeah. right? And this is a um, this is a book about like a, a unicorn nation and there's this one unicorn who believes in girls and all her unicorn friends are like, there's no such thing as girls, right? And uh, one day she has an encounter that, you know, where she believes in a little girl and finds that little girl. It's a cute little book if uh, if you're ever looking for something to read. Well, you know what? I've been reading a lot about alien abduction, and it actually started in the early 1960s with Betty and Barney Hill. They were the first person to really report and get on like the news and radio about it. Actually, they and then did a movie about their experience. <laughs> James Earl Jones was the uh, the main actor. In it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Most people who have been abducted, they're not all mentally ill. So a lot of people that believe they've been abducted by aliens... What percentage not, of people are, that believe they've been abducted? Like, what's the number of people we're talking about? So this is where we go. None of what I'm talking about today is real evidence-based science, I want to point out. There are a lot of case reports. Actually, there, is a, uh, there was a psychiatrist from Harvard named um, Dr. John Mack in the early 1980s who really started to become a, a believer. And so he did a lot of studies and really interviewed a lot of the people that believe they have been abducted by aliens so that we have a story as to kind of what happened. And, uh, and we now have like some information on what we call it's not real. For me, and I do not want to offend the alien abduction community – what we call UFOlogy. UFOlogy? <laughs> UFOlogy. It's a little bit different than biology, but it yeah. is a term that, you know, I don't know. It sounds almost as real as Schmedium. It's interesting because I had never really even given any credence to or thought behind alien abduction until 
we took our trip to Hollywood. Yes. And met and spoke with someone who felt like they had been. And, uh, and that's when I first started, you know, finding the correlation between and then realized yeah. that even though I don't agree with it, there's a lot of synergy in people who believe in that. And like you were saying, and people who believe in Christianity, the only difference is um, when I was in my hotel room, um, I didn't find any books on UFOlogy. But there sure was a holy Bible right in the dresser right next to my bed. It was a Gideon. And I called right down to the front desk and say, hey, is there one of these in every room in this hotel? And they said, yeah, and every other hotel in L.A. There was even even one in the docs room. That's right. Yeah, so it was interesting. When we went out for uh, the reality show where we shot a pilot for, we definitely interviewed someone who thought they were abducted by aliens. It was, it was quite an interesting experience. And I think what this person appreciated the most is that we sat and listened and did not immediately try to dismiss, which I think is important for all people's feelings and beliefs. And that's kind of something we're trying to do with our thoughts here, even though that me and you are quite different in a lot of ways. But I mean, I think that is the whole thing here is that there's room. There are so many people. I mean, you turn on the news, right? It's like just because you're crazy doesn't mean you're not fun. That's right. Yeah. And doesn't mean that you don't have value as a person. Of course. Of course. And that doesn't, and we need to respect people's opinions, even the people that I, I don't agree with. But let's talk about the people that think they've been abducted. Okay. They're almost always young. The ones that were even like in their late 30s that got abducted, that had had vasectomies or had a tubal ligation, said they were sent back. Really? So it's often people, there's some connection with reproduction. They often believe that they are also psychic. Okay. I mean, what are the well, chances of that? And they often have... You, you've have, never dialed one of those lines, have you? No. Like a psychic hotline? <laughs> no, no. I mean, when I was younger, like I dialed some like naughty lines, but never like a never psychic. Never a psychic? No, 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 no. Now, no, you, I, I have paid for like... My mother, to, we, were in, we were in Vegas, and yeah. I went and we paid for her to like, uh, get her palm read by a psychic. And the psychic kept saying, you are coming into money, and all you need to do is give me more money, and I'll tell you more about it. So my mom is not coming into any more money, but I spent a bunch of money for her to be told that. Did you really? Uh, now what? I mean, 40 bucks maybe. Yeah, I maybe okay. gave like 20, and then another 10, and then yeah. another 10. I was like, ugh. I love, you, I love you, mom, but... Uh, Choose your own adventure. Yes, yes. I should be putting this in a 401k. <laughs> and so there's actually like a whole thing to the abduction. So often, initially, there's the capture. Okay. You're unable to resist it. Can't, can't stop it. No. The next part is, my favorite part, the medical part. The reason this is appropriate for Doc and the Deacon is there is... That makes a, me think of, uh, of, of, of the, uh, the trolls. Can't stop the feeling. I mean, you're no branch. No, no, no branch. Yeah, I wish you were abducted before you had done that. <laughs> right, like just for a second. They'll bring just you back when we're done with that. All right. um, next, the examination, which I find very interesting. Okay. Oftentimes, the examiner is taller than the examinee, like they're often tall and skinny, kind of like me, minus the skinny. That I've been abducted a lot. Yes, you've been abducted a lot. Next is the areas they focus on are very different than a regular medical exam. When I examine someone, I look at their eyes, their ears, mouth, nose, feel their neck, feel the thyroid, check the glands, listen to the carotids, hearts, lungs, abdomen, abdomen exam. Yeah. I check the ankles for swelling, and that's often like it for a routine thing, right? 
The neurologic exams and reproductive exams are things that I do for specific reasons, but that's all they do. They it's do a lot of the, like the, brain the type exams, brain do. type things, and a lot of reproductive or abdominal exams, but never the upper abdomen, right? Aliens are never worried about your gallbladder. Because they know you don't need it. Or your spleen, spleen. Or your liver. Appendix. But, you know, your uterus and yeah. your ovaries and your testicles often are examined. Or, let's be honest, reported that they were examined by people who report they've been abducted by aliens. Okay. Um, never has anyone in all these case reports reported that gloves were used by the examiner. Oh, we should play Never Have I Ever. <laughs> Never have I ever been abducted by an alien. <laughs> um, so they never report gloves being used. They also have never reported uh, the doctor using a tongue depressor to check their oropharynx. Okay. What uh, do they use the tongue depressor for then? Oh, they don't use a tongue depressor. Oh. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were yeah. indicating they used it for something else. <laughs> no, no. But there's oftentimes where like a large needle-like object has been stuck through the belly button pressing down into the lower abdomen. Okay. Then after the examination, which the capture and the examination are the two main ones that always happen. The others are just like bonus. Like if you had a really good abduction, you can get some of the other criteria. One of which is a conference where after this part, like once they've like taken you and examined you, they kind of uh, communicate with you and tell you about, you know... What's going on? Sometimes they give you a message about, you know, like, save the environment, um, the apocalypse is coming, or things like that. So even in the alien abduction community, there's a hierarchy. There's, like, people who are, like, like, can you imagine feeling like you've been abducted by an alien, and then you walk into a room, and there's some guy who's like, yeah, but afterwards, I got a conference, and... Uh, and like a meeting with them. Uh, and you were like, well, they abducted me and just sent me right back. Like, uh, I mean... That, that's almost as bad as when you try to get sold a timeshare. Yeah. Right, like could a meeting be any worse than like the, the timeshare one you get stuck into? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's got to be the person who's like, I got captured and sent right back? What's wrong What's with wrong me? with me? What's wrong with me? We love you. We're here to support you, even if you got captured and sent right back. Then sometimes you get a tour. You get a tour of the ship. Mm. They'll sometimes take you to like other alienations and show you off. There's often a loss of time. Okay. Right? Like so you were in a certain place in the world and then you got back and, 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 and time was there. And when they return you, often they don't return you right to where you were. Yeah. But pretty close. You know what? Sometimes they return you to like if you had one bed. It was your separate bed. Sometimes you get returned to a separate bed. Oh my gosh. And then my favorite part at the end, the religious part is you can have a sense of this term called, which I want to point out again, that these are terms made up by the alien abduction community that I'm not trying to offend. Okay. Called theophany. It is this sense of like high or buzz or like experience that like you've had that you connect with that afterwards you kind of immediately have. Almost like the feeling you get when you leave church. Well, you know, it's interesting because, like, there's one story in the Bible. So you got this guy, Elijah, and Elijah is a very famous prophet in the Bible, and he does a bunch of things uh, that are awesome. And, and he has this protege, this apprentice, Elisha. And uh, you can read this account in, like, Second Kings 2, and it talks about, uh, you know, you can read about Elijah and Elisha and their relationship. And Elisha... 
Elijah knows he's about to be uh, taken away from the earth, mm. right? And he starts talking to Elisha and he says, I'm going to leave you now and go my separate way. And Elisha's like, no, you're not. I'm not leaving you at all. Mm. Like, wherever you go, I'm going, right? So Elijah, like, takes his cloak and he rolls it up. It hits the water and it spreads the Jordan River and parts it. And they walk across the middle and they start walking. And he says, he says, tell me what you want before I leave you. And Elisha says, I want to be filled with the same spirit that you are. Oh, theophany. He wants theophany? And so... Elijah says, well, when, I, when it comes to it, you got to be watching. So then, you know, they start walking, and a minute later or so, like, these, all these, these chariots come down, and they come, and they pick Elijah up, and they grab him up and ascend him. Oh, this is the capture. Yeah, they assume him right into heaven. Well, his cloak falls, and so Elisha grabs his cloak, and that's all he's got left. He walks back, hits it on the water, goes through. He starts talking to these dudes, and they're like, hey, where's your buddy? And he's like... You know, he's been taken, and then they're like, we'll go look for him. And he's like, you're not going to find him. You know, he knows he's been taken in heaven. So they go look for him anyway, realize they didn't find him. He's being examined right now. Right? And then, so anyway, so we never hear about Elisha again, but Elijah again. But Elisha then feels like he's had this experience and this power and this oneness, and he keeps walking. And at the end of Second Kings 2, he's, they start talking about how he's walking down the road, and these young kids start messing with him. They're like calling him names. Like, what's up, old head, bald head, you skinhead? And uh, and he summons the power of God. And all of a sudden, these bears jump out of the bushes and maul the teens and tear them limb from limb. The Bible is so angry. Yeah. So the, angry. There's so many things that you didn't you didn't know the Bible would talk about bears ripping teens apart limb no, by limb, right? No. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool story. I feel like Stephen King can yeah. make that Don't into Don't make a movie. fun of me. I mean, I'm going to, but that's okay. It's because I love you. The aliens are often referred to as the greys, or they've been referred to as oh, the yeah, greys. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Like, like Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I was thinking like uh, like your boy. What's his what's his name? Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades of Christian Grey. Grey. <laughs> I, I don't know that he's my boy, but uh, uh, I'm rooting for him. I think the question comes to, afterwards, how does this affect people? So some of the ways it affects people is they can get PTSD or a non-medical term that I, uh, from the DSM-5. It is not from the DSM-5. There's a term called post-abduction syndrome. Post-abduction syndrome. It's like post-traumatic stress disorder, but when yeah. you've been abducted by an alien. You know, when I was, uh, we were talking about um, this weekend, uh, we were out, and you know, my wife loves to make this avocado toast. Yeah. Right? With uh, everything but the bagel seasoning. And um, we were at a friend's house, and they didn't have any avocados there. And my buddy said, she's, your wife's got PTSD, plain toast stress disorder. Oh, I like it. <laughs> well, you know what? If a patient comes in and tells me, hey, I was abducted by an alien, I'm, I'm worried it's going to happen again. You know what I'm going to tell them? Mm. Water kills the aliens. Water kills the aliens. That's good. That's Drink what it up. Drink it up. Yeah. I, um, so, do you have a favorite like alien movie? Yeah. Yeah, I actually have a top three. I'm going to give you three, and then I'm going to have you rank them. Oh, okay. My, my favorite three alien movies. And I'm going to have you rank them and tell me uh, what your thoughts are. All right. E.T. Okay. Uh, Alien. Okay. And Independence Day. Uh, so E.T. is very nostalgic for me. Um, 
I've already watched that with my kids. They've enjoyed it. But I do. Ooh, I actually have a special handshake with my daughter. We go high five, fist bump, ET finger, Eskimo kiss, real kiss, hug, nighty night. That's nice. Yeah. That's tight. That's a good little... Uh, Dad of the year tie. right here. Yeah. You can send my uh, trophy this way. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Uh, so I'm going to go ET first. And then I'm going to go Independence Day and then Alien, believe it or not. Wow. Ridley comes in last. Yeah. That's a little darker for me. And, you know, just there's a lot more uh, violence in that one. I-, I love Independence Day. Yeah. But do we think that, uh, like, uh, I loved it back when Will Smith was cool. Has he lost something? Is there something about his... Uh, I don't know. I mean... Uh, what's listen, going on with him? I loved him in Men in Black. Here come the men in black. Ooh. Yeah. And that's what happens with the aliens. Yeah, right? Um, I loved him in Ali. Yeah. Seven pounds. He was... Those were a long time ago. Yeah, but they were a long time ago. Yeah. I think my favorite, um, my favorite alien scene from a movie is in Spaceballs, where uh, the guy's like starting to look nauseous and he's getting ready to vomit, and the alien pops out of his belly, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, uh, "Hello, my darling. Hello, my darling. hello, my, my right time girl." Yeah, and then, uh, and then, uh, what's his John name? John Candy. Yeah, Barf goes. Yeah. Uh, uh, what did he have? Uh, he had the special. Uh, what did I order? You had the special. He's like. Yeah. Uh, I'll have the soup. And then he starts like dancing on the table. Like, yeah, uh, we'll take the check. Check, please. Check, we please. both said at the same time. Yeah. Check, please. Yeah. So doctors have actually studied this. Okay. And they're trying to evaluate why, did this is, why does this happen? So there are some actual theories. So one is false memories, right? We have all sorts of false memories. There's definitely things in our life that more happened and we've been described than actually we really remember. Memories really overall are stories we tell ourselves. I mean, we talk about people having photographic memories, but a lot of people, you know, we, we tell a story about things and it can sure change over time. So you have this experience and over time you talk yourself into believing that things happen, right? If you tell yourself something so many times, you can almost believe, hey, this is actually the real truth or my real truth. Well, you remember in the, in the one Seinfeld episode where, where Jerry had to take a lie detector test and George told him, he said, Jerry, remember, if you believe it, it's the truth. Did he pass? It was when he was dating a cop or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the other is sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Yeah, because Jerry time. has said he had never seen 90210. Oh. And she wanted, and she was like, there's no way. I don't believe yeah. it. Yeah, so she gave him a lie detector. All right, sorry. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is that time as you wake up where you feel like you're almost awake, but you're actually not. You're like, you can't move your body. You feel like you're awake, but often it's a time where you can have hallucinations. There's a term as you wake up called hypnopompic hallucinations. And there's a lot of stories of people seeing at that time men in black suits or aliens. And this is where some of the thoughts about uh, the men in black come. I've definitely had dreams when I like... Um, couldn't scream and thought I could, you know, have you ever had one of those dreams yeah, where you like wanted to scream and couldn't? And you're just yeah. like paralyzed. So I can see that. And then you see those, here come the men in black. <laughs> yeah. Also, obviously, psychopathology is one of the reasons that this happens. Schizophrenia, bipolar okay. with psychosis, 
um, personality disorders. There are times where this is that someone has a psychiatric issue, but I please do not send me any letters from the alien abduction community. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to go through the medical literature. One of my favorite stories and, uh, is about your boy John Nash. Right, I know he wasn't abducted by aliens, but you know the stories he created about being part of the CIA, yeah, seeing code and all that stuff. It, you know, watching that unfold, uh, and they did a great job of, you know, really bringing that story to life was uh, I thought really cool, yeah, and amazing how that could happen to say you could, you imagine right that could happen in your mind. You tell yourself this this story over and over and over again. I tell myself every day that I'm uh, I'm worthy of uh, the beautiful wife that I have, and uh, yeah. sooner or later I've started to believe it. Well, I just told myself we've been killing it on this episode, but I, I'm not sure that's the case. <laughs> but I'm definitely telling myself that. And then the last thing is, uh, some people it's straight deception. Like some people are just lying. Yeah. Right. There are worries that there are so many. You know. You can take it both ways, right? The issue here is there is actual zero evidence that anyone's been abducted. But there's so we many similarities in the up. story that either either they all get together and say the same things or these things are actually happening, right? It sure sounds like the Bible. Mm-mm. Right? Isn't that amazing? It really is, right? Because yeah. either those 500 people saw Jesus after his resurrection and believe that it actually happened and then now hundreds and hundreds of millions of people later. And way more than 500 people have reported they've been abducted. But way less people believe in that. Way less people. I mean, I I would, yeah. God, Way less people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? And and I practice evidence-based medicine. But it doesn't mean that the key here is to be open to others, right? Not make people feel like they are wrong. Yeah. And if you see aliens, there is a chance that the next day somebody's going to come interview you. And it may not be the doc, it may not be the deacon, but it may be the men in black. Here come the men in black. <laughs> Here come the men in black. <laughs> they may be coming. And so you know what? If you come see me, I will give you a real exam. Different than an alien abduction exam. If you come see me, I will actually pray for you. That's awesome. Like a real prayer. Yeah. yeah. But... Either way, we're not going to try to make you feel crazy. We're going to try to understand. I may try to explain why it didn't actually happen. And some of the, these are the, some of the pathophysiological type things we think that are happening inside your brain. But either way, we're here for you. That's right. Because, uh, because we believe that there's room for you to have experiences that are different than ones that we may believe in. And still have the space to respect each other and uh, work together. But as I leave, I'm going to start singing. Here come the men in black. I don't know the words to that part. Hey, two things you can always count on. The doc is in. And the deacon is speaking. Hey. Make sure you check us out on Twitter. At Doc Deacon. Check out our new uh, Facebook page, Doc and the Deacon. And And after you listen to this episode, go outside, look up into the sky, and see if you see a flying saucer. Because the deacon is much shorter than I, so there's a good chance he will get abducted at some point. That's right. 
Um, and make sure you check us out on Instagram. Post a picture of your flying saucer to Instagram and tag us in it at Doc and the Deacons. Hey, and Will Smith, I know you can turn it around. You can do it. We all love comebacks. I can't wait to see uh, Aladdin. There's a new Men in Black coming out. Yeah. Four? Uh, yes, but it's with uh, uh, Thor's, the guy who plays Thor is in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that'll make a lot of people go see it. And the wife from uh, Creed. Oh, awesome. The female lead from uh, Creed. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. Hey, thanks for checking us out. Um, DocandTheDeacon.com. Check out our Facebook page. Uh, it's also, I mean, obviously, Doc and the Deacon. Music brought yeah. to you by our boy, Fran Chai. Yeah, follow him on uh, uh, Twitter, at Chai's Music. Yeah, uh, produced by Tucker Butler. Thanks to our wonderful wives. And once again, Excellent brain trust to market and brandness That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman